All right, what's up, people? We're here, Prime Sports, a different version. I'm the host. This is your boy, AJ the Juice Fed. I'm here with Wallace. What up? And then we got the one and only David Tempentivis, a.k.a. Finnegan Loose. Let's do it. Oh, what's good? Go. <laughs> yeah, we're here, we're here to do something a little different. We've been talking uh, NFL. We've been talking NBA. But now we got to talk UFC. We got the biggest fight of the year coming up. Just right out the gate in 2021, we got Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier. And uh, I'll just set it up by saying, uh, you know, in the first meeting, people said uh, it was kind of a fluke punch. Uh, it was a back of the head type thing through his whole equilibrium off. And Conor was just an animal and pounced on him. Uh, and Dustin didn't really have a chance. But it was a pretty, pretty well-matched fight. Legal shot. Illegal shot, some might say, but it was a legal oh, shot. Oh, legal shot. Yes, it was a legal shot. So some people that might not say because it's behind the head-ish, but that's not me. I, I'm not on that side. Back um, of the ear. Fuck <laughs> yeah, Don't but yeah, Dave, Dave, give me your thoughts on the boxer brawler Dustin Poirier, who captured a interim light, lightweight title, you know, in the interim time that they've uh, haven't fought, and then Conor McGregor, who kind of blew up into the superstar and may not have the killer instinct that he once had. Hmm. That's what, <laughs> that's what uh, most of the fan base has been saying. They're saying that that's not what I believe. But yeah. That's what I hear too. A motivated Connor is a different beast entirely. When he's not motivated, he'll look any fighter could say, Oh, I'm not motivated. I'm just going <laughs> to like, come on. That's too, that's ridiculous. Now, in that time, since we saw them at their featherweight scrap the first time, again, young in their careers, they were, they were like 27, 28, respectively. And yeah, yeah. Honor was making way up. Dustin was in the top five of featherweight at the time. And he claimed, I'm going to get a knockout in the first round. Everybody was like, you're out of your fucking mind. Fast forward. Obviously, we know how that fight turned out. Since that time, Dustin Poirier has been crowned a interim champion, and that was off of the Blessed One, which, ah, man. That's the Blessed One looks good in his own right, too. So that shows oh, okay. the development of his boxing, uh, Poirier's boxing skills. Uh, I think what's time. also important to note, like, yes, they've, they've made their accomplishments, but it's also the weight jump since that time. They've packed on... I think that lightweight is pounds. kind of their best, uh, where they could be at their apex. And right that's, now, fighting each other. That's the best version of Dustin Poirier you've probably ever seen at 155. And when you see him with that defensive boxing and that bulk to him, he's got that power. He's he's solid. He's making things work. Connor, good old Connor, is going to use that that footwork, find an outside counter strike. It's going to be on point. It's it's. But what's interesting is that when you look at both of their styles, Ayo hey, Wallace, cutting at any point in time, because I'm about to I'm about to go into the main event. And say, hey, go ahead, go in, go deep. Nah, go go deep, ahead, spit, brother, spit. See, when it comes to their styles, everyone believes that there's there's some sort of blueprint to Connor, which is usually take him to the ground or outlast him later on in the fight. 
I will say for sure that Dustin Poirier, since he's moved up to 155, he's lasted much longer than people expected of him. He's been in some fights, recent fights. Yeah, he's been in some wars. Some real wars that he he outlasted them more so. It's not as if he outclassed anybody. He outlasted. And his last couple fights, especially the one that comes in my, I think it was his most recent fight against Dan the Hangman Hooker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> his durability seems to be world-class, but durability is a hard uh, uh, skill or trait to rely on. Especially, yeah, well, especially as you get to rely on. Because then you have to think you're taking hits throughout the match, and you don't know how you're going to hold up, how your body's going to hold up. You might think you're coming in ready, but you know, as evidence between other fights we've seen, be like, oh, this man ain't got no gas tank, and he, he just he falls out, he gets hit in the chest, or gets winded from a couple of those calf kicks. Case. Yeah, yeah. Connor is good with the kicks. He's good at I'm judging good distance, kicks. and he um, he loves that counter punch. He loves when you're charging in. You think it's a war. That's when he. Does a half step in and a full step out and just a full power punch. Very right agile. That, that footwork is crazy. Yeah. And I and back to you guys' point about motivation, because um, I wanted to speak to that a little bit. He's been out for like what the year, of course, everything's going on. But it, it was probably a time. It's probably like a, a plan break anyway, because he just had a kid. He's got his uh, whiskey business going on right now, so his focus was not on fighting, and that's what. I think the fan base is like trying to say that he's still focused on making money. He made enough money. He made enough money for generational wealth. He's set. Got his mama house. He's he's good. Now he wants to come back for the belt. And I've seen a couple of training videos that he's been doing. He looks focused and he looks ready. So I, I think I think we're gonna see a motivated Connor during this part of the time. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, I don't know. We, we, <laughs> What, what was that? I didn't hear you. Khabib retired. <laughs> yeah. Khabib retired. Okay. Khabib retired. He still called him out. And, but, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see another Khabib uh, McGregor fight for one. I don't. It, it depends uh, on how well Khabib looks. Yeah. If, if yeah. Khabib looks really good against Poirier, who, you know, he is like legitimately either a title contender or at least the top five, then maybe you have to see what happens with Gaethje and Oliveira. And even if Khabib wants to come back, I don't know if he wants to fight them first and then Connor, but he's trying to avoid that second Connor. Khabib is trying to avoid that second Connor fight just for the dissatisfaction of Connor McGregor. Yeah. Just to keep Connor like mad that he's not coming back to fight him, even though he can't. At least the way I see it, yeah. I I agree. I agree. Now, now, now back to, back to Dustin and his durability, which is probably one of his more world-class notice, noticeable skills. The man was practically flash knock. I've seen him out on his feet a few times. There's a few times you'll see Dustin Poirier. He's defending but he's up against the cage and his body is just hanging over. If you go back to that Dan Hangman hooker fight, he hit him with a knee that he brought. Hangman hooker can bring these knees from the craziest angles, right? That knee that he dropped on Dustin, the man is flexible. 
he had him all sorts of hurt. He was up against the cage and he was taking these shots. But what saved him was that clock. If that clock <laughs> was just a couple seconds more, I get it. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. But Dustin Poirier outlasting people, that last, that can, it's only for so long. Now, when we flip to McGregor, with McGregor, you know he's not a slow starter. He's not taking things. Yeah, he ended. Yeah, um, I was gonna. I was gonna say that. Like you, you're talking about all this outlasting. Connor might not let you get that far. Right. Mystic Mac is already predicting a 60 second knockout. <laughs> so look at that. 60. He did not say that. Yeah, he said that. I was like, damn, this dude, crazy. It's, it's not the same Dustin Poirier. So no, I, maybe it might go into the third round, but. You know, Connor can also win late too. He'd yeah, be, I don't know, think it'll go as a one seventy. Yeah, I don't think it'll go into the championship rounds. At most, it'll go to round four, but at best, it'll be over by like round two. I think they get past the first round. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't think someone's getting finished in the first first round. Nah. Unless he clips him again, like the way he did Aldo or the way he kind of hit him mm. behind the ear. They're different fighters now. They've exactly got the footwork. Right. They've got the defense. This is not a first round. Ending. He'll be looking for it, too, because he kind of might do some cheeky shit and be like, you know, what? let me see if I get it with the same move. Exactly. Knock his little dumb ass out again. I don't, I don't feel as though there's going to be that much wrestling. This is a striking affair. This is a matchup that the fans are going to love. But Poirier can shoot. He can shoot a double, especially mm-hmm. when he's hurt. He has a good mm-hmm. like uh, reactive uh, reaction. Been hurt a few down. times. He's he shot doubles just to stall the fight, right. just to yeah. make sure whatever your offense is, right. it gets nullified somehow. Right. He's done it against Max. He's done it against. I think he's done it against Hangman. Yeah, he did that versus Hooker when <laughs> Hooker was. Yeah, that he has a good neutral game. Off on, he's like, oh, time to legs. Legs. Yeah, so, yeah, he's a good neutral game when he shoots the legs, and he could probably take Connor down with a good take with a good uh. If he times slam. it correctly, he could put him right on yeah, his ass. He can, and um, I don't know what Connor's like defense looks like right now. Um, that's up in the air. Uh, but if he could defend the shoot and keep the keep it like a neutral game where he's keeping that arms late so they can do the strikes, then that kind of takes away like a chip off of uh Poirier's uh you know game plan. And he's gonna have to just go toe to toe with Connor and just throw those hits, which he can. But I yeah, think Connor I feel like I give that advantage to Connor because, like, uh, I think he said one time, like precision beats uh, power. So he's a precise striker. So if you're kind of trying to come at him with volume, then he might, you know, get your timing. And when you come in for a blitz, he step, 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 crack counter. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah. And he, that that that's comes natural to him, so it's not like it's uh he has to train to do that. Mm-hmm. So he has that karate Everyone, fluid karate. I'm telling balance. you now, odds makers are already they're probably putting on Connor for sure. Yeah, it's, he's he's minus three ten, and um, Poirier's plus two two sixty. That's crazy. Three ten. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so I'm you put you. money on you put money on Dustin. You gonna make some bread? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I feel like it should be a one in the one hundreds. Don't give me no two hundred, three hundred shit. That's yeah, that's that's a that's a bad spread. I mean, 
Last time you seen Connor, you know, he was victorious over was it excuse me, who? Cowboy. Yeah, Cowboy. Late yeah, but that's that's he's like don't, on, don't he's, he's that, on his way don't, out. No, but that's Cowboy. <laughs> don't do that. Don't <laughs> Oh. Well, I know that. That's that's what. That, look, look. From watching him, the couple fights I've seen Cowboy fight recently, he he, he ain't got he, he's got a lot of miles on him. And it's yeah, not like he's a yeah, bad fighter. Go, it's go. just it's a lot of yeah. He he like consistently fought like six times a year for ten mm-hmm. years or something. So it's just I love Cowboy. I love Cowboy, but nagging injuries, you know. You know, maybe he doesn't like that. He don't got that quick step no more. All right. You said your piece oh. on uh, McGregor and Poirier or what? I was going to say yeah, good. probably the first three rounds people probably expect. I know I expect Connor. Fourth to fifth, mm. that's slightly tilted to Justin Poirier's favor. Yeah. Yeah. But you're just hoping that Dustin Poirier outlasts Connor. You get what mm. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. hoping that he outlasts. They've moved up to 155 and you're hoping that Justin Poirier. He carries that weight a lot better at 155. So yeah. It's a if, whole if different fighter. Into Connor, it it could be a completely different fight. Because if yeah, you stand in front of him and allow him to use his footwork and, mm-hmm. and play around, like no. Yeah. No. But I mean Connor dropped uh, Nate Diaz several times at 172. So mm-hmm. Connor has he has some power too. Oh, absolutely. That can, that can absolutely. transcend from featherweight all the way to welterweight. So Absolutely, because he hasn't he hasn't lost anyone other than what Khabib. Khabib, yeah, Khabib yeah. and Nate. Other than Khabib, so yeah. that's that's what I'm thinking. First three so rounds, who, Connor. Who you pulling? Mm, yeah, Last if you had to movie. choose, who you got? Well, if I had to choose, Connor. Connor, yeah, I'm going with Connor too. Same, Connor. Yeah. Connor. <laughs> I, mean, I love Poirier too. So it's now nice. see, now see, y'all sitting here talking about, oh, well, you know, it's two. <laughs> See the three ten. Oh, that's outrageous! Who do you who do you pick? Oh, Connor. Hey, so if I'm picking, if I'm picking against that line, I gotta I gotta go with the money. I gotta go. With, yeah, uh, go with the money. Yeah, I'll put a hundred dollars. Well, I'll put ten dollars and then <laughs> hope for the best. But you know, I, I can't see Connor losing this fight. And if yeah, he does, not. he should probably, you know, chill. Yeah, take another year off. Why would he take another year off if he lost? Okay, moving on. No, he take another year off after losing to what? The top. Three? He said he wants to fight three times this year. So okay, win, loser, draw. I think he's gonna get in there twice. Best case scenario is is if he wins this fight and then maybe fights for the title and then defends the title once. And you know he's gonna want to fight next year when the crowds are back and everything like that. Yeah, so. he's definitely gonna want at least yeah. one crowd fight. So. Yeah, been on this on uh for for a minute. What, what? Yeah, yeah. So we so the next fight we have is the Michael Chandler Dan Hooker fight. We were talking about Dan Hooker a little bit earlier uh, in the Poirier, you know, because they you know, it was Poirier's last fight or whatever. But Michael Chandler coming over from where is he coming from? Over from uh, Bellator. Bellator. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Bellator. He's thirty four years old, so it's it's not like he's a spring chicken. He's out here trying to prove something. I think Ben Askren was kind of in the similar situation. Something. Well, I mean, you know, against you know what Is they would say the top dogs in the UFC. No, he's fought some top dogs. <laughs> he did beat Ben Hen- Benson Henderson in the first round, but uh, then he, he, yeah, he, that was that was by that was their second fight, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And yep, he it was like it was the top of the head. Yeah, second fight. Yeah. Yep. And he fought 
the pit bull. He fought some top top people in Bellator. Now mm-hmm. that he's uh, when he was a free agent, people, oh, is he coming to the UFC? What's going on with this? Mm-hmm. And then you pair him up with Dan Hangman Hooker. Oh, fireworks! Fireworks! That is going to be swinging. But I think Chandler is a wrestler too. So he, what is he going to do? He's going to take him down, try to not get into this boxing brawl with Hooker. Of the fights that I've seen with Michael Chandler, because he bangs. He's a wrestler, but I don't see him. That's not his, you know. Yeah, that's not his immediate. He's not saying, "Oh, I have to take this guy down." He's like, "No, I'm more than happy to stand up with you." Yeah, but Dan Hooker got some heavy hands. Stand up with Dan Hooker. Yeah, yeah, that's Hooker got those heavy hands. And Uh, like you said, he got he's got those knees. And if he tries to shoot him, he can catch one of these real quick. Yeah, he's gonna run right into a knee. I don't. I don't know. The odds on the odds on this one is plus one twenty five for uh I'm sorry, minus one twenty five for Hooker and plus one oh five for Chandler. Yeah, that's um, close. That's close. I agree yeah, with that. Close. I agree with it's that. Close. I absolutely yeah. agree with that. But um, I, I will go with Hooker just because, you know, the sample size. Um and I think he's a little more versatile than uh Chandler. So right. and again, Chandler's a little like a little older. So he's experienced and he might have a pedigree in Bellator and you know, but I think I think Hooker like you know takes this one. Yeah, the the uh, the Bellator competition concerns me a little bit. And Dan Hooker, he come on, it's not like he was fighting bunnies too. Uh, out, raging ally Quinta James Vick, eh. uh, he beat Gilbert Burns, who's you know on a monster run to the title. Mm-hmm. Although it, first round KO, so. But what division what was that? Was it lightweight? <laughs> was it light? Was Gilbert? Yeah, I think Gil was lightweight at he the time. He was lightweight at the time. Yeah, he, he holds the weight a lot better at 170. But I mean, you know, he's still yeah. a savage. Uh, Paul Felder, he beat, and he only really lost to the Edson Barbosa fight. Yeah, it was, was lightweight confirmed. Yeah, the Edson Barbosa fight was brutal, and Dustin Poirier. Oh my gosh, two brutal fights. So I don't know how. How but he's still banged out. Yeah, yeah, he's most. But um, what do you think? What do you? Who do you got, Dave? Dave, where are you? <laughs> All right, <laughs> whatever. Uh, is there anything, uh, Wallace? What do you think about uh? Oh, you already said who you. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going for Hooker. Yeah. Well, David could have given his pick first, but you know it's a first, <laughs> first time. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Yeah. Wait, did I say who I, who was gonna win? No, you didn't. No. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I'll I'll just leave it at this. I, I like uh, the experience of Michael Chandler. He can win. He has nine wins by KO, seven wins by submission, five wins by uh, decision. He can win anyway, but he's gonna have to get through them hands and them knees Those from hands. Dan Hooker. Ooh, gosh! It is a toss-up fight, like like Vegas has. And I'm, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with, ooh, I'm just gonna go with Chandler. I'm gonna go with Chandler. <laughs> so th- this way, David can be the tie-breaking decision. David, can you hear me? Uh, your mic is muted. Uh, so Wallace has Dan Hooker. I have uh, Michael Chandler. Hooker. Kind of. Okay, you're Hooker. Mm, All right. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want Chandler to have. A mm-hmm. successful run 
in the UFC and maybe even challenge for the title. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's possible for him. It's a, a lot of killers in his way. Material. I'm telling you now, Hooker's yeah. championship material. A lot, a lot of, a lot of killers in his way. Oh, so, so the next fight is between the number six ranked Jessica I, Jessica Evil mm-hmm. I, who, you know, she, she, need, she needed, she needed to come through with this victory right here versus Joanne Calderwood, number seven, who's your girl, David? Tell me a little more about your girl, Joanne. Yeah, tell me about, tell me about Joanne. So. JoJo, unfortunately, in her last outing, she was already slated for the belt to be the next challenger. She ended up losing that fight, I believe it was to Jennifer Maya. And it was it was an unfortunate, what was it, first round submission, if I'm not mistaken. And she lost that opportunity. Then Maya went up and had her chance against... Valentina. JoJo was on a really good streak. She's well-rounded. She's not some crazy all jujitsu ace or anything of that nature. She's well-rounded and she's primarily a striker. JoJo has, well, I don't know if she has enough of Valentina. (laughs) Valentina is a different breed. I don't know about that. Right. But She gave up her opportunity. Now she's bouncing back. She's aiming to go after Jessica I. Jennifer, (laughs) JoJo, Joanne Calderwood. This is a dub for her. She's, if she loses this fight to Jessica I, I don't know what to tell you. Both both ladies are 34. They're looking to make one run at the title and I'm just in the corner of Jessica just for that. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I like Jessica's like little redemption story. She came back, you know, uh, trying to like prove herself. She got herself. kicked into another dimension by uh, Yeah, she got kicked into, she got kicked into like, I don't know. Nobody wants to see Jessica I challenge for the title a second time. AJ does. Yeah, that, that redemption story, yeah. And again, this is a close spread. It's minus 125 for Calderwood and 105 right, for Anybody's fight, but I saw Calderwood fight too, and I did see. I think I did catch a little bit of that Maya fight. Um, she has promise, um, and I think that Lindsay. I think she, I think she gets past Jessica. I think she does. Um, I think she's hungrier. Yeah, she hasn't had a taste of the the top of the mountain before. I think she's hungrier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, and, she, so. and she's coming off that, that 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 she got submitted in, in that in that fight mm. against Maya. Yeah, she yeah she that ain't that good. She ain't going with that slot. That's what happens when you want to keep a busy, active schedule as a fighter, and they just offer right. you, oh, you want to fight this person? You want to fight? Oh yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, you lose one, it's like Ugh, you lost your opportunity. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, go all the way to the bottom. Damn. Right. Go back to start. Shit. No, no. But against Jessica, I that feels incredibly easy for me. Mm-hmm. That is JoJo. Joanne Calderwood, that's a dub. Any any deficiencies you see in like Jessica I's um, game where Calderwood would like take advantage of her? Hey, you're out here to Jessica Evil Eye right now. She has what at best determination. I <laughs> with stand up 
for jujitsu. Like, no, man. Well, I, why, that's AJ. What are you seeing, Jessica? What do you, yo, what do you think her. she's gonna do to you know challenge Calderwood? Um, like she's been to you know the top, the top of the mountain before, so she has a lot more UFC experience, and maybe she can apply pressure, smother her striking. Because uh, Jessica I is she's not only a striker, she can clinch, she can get people on the ground too. She uh, she studies the whole game. She's a, a full student of the game, and uh, you know it, it's a toss up. It's a it's a toss up fight anyway. So I'd rather go with my heart on that one. <laughs> so so who do they go on? What's going on oh, after this game? After oh, this fight, who goes on? They're gonna go challenge the title, title to take on uh, Valentina. So they're, uh, they're six and fun. seven. So maybe there's so if you look at the rankings, yeah, there's there's still some people ahead of them. Michelle Waterson has been on a you know on a title oh, right. Uh you want a Jean Jin check, she might I don't know. <laughs> that was a tough fight she had with Wy uh Wiley Zhang. Wiley Zhang, yeah. Yeah. So Oh Jessica Andrade is up here? Yeah. She looks good on the division. She looks mm. good. She had a fight with uh, Thug Rose. But yeah, the winner of this will maybe fight one of the, maybe a top five contender, maybe Michelle Watts. Or Murphy. A Murphy. Murphy's three. Well, who do you guys got? That's been, she's been. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take. Uh, uh, yeah, you're the tiebreaker now. Calderwood. Yeah, I'm going to take, oh, I'm going to take Calderwood on this one. All right. Okay. I'm, cool. You know. I don't know if Jessica got it in her. She doesn't. <laughs> All right, so we're moving on to the next one. Marina Rodriguez and Amanda Ribas. Ribas, Ribas. She's uh, Brazilian, so it might be an H. Um, I like I like Ribas in this. Uh, what is she? Obviously Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and she's been kind of killing people, using that uh, takedown stuff. To, to get people on the ground. She did knock out, you know, she's on a five-fight win streak. She knocked out her first person and then kind of subbed uh, the next three out of four with a decision in between. Yeah, um, she got she got some type of hand. She has the potential to have hands. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you think about this fight, David? I'm trying to remember, what was Marina Rodriguez's last fight? I remember Amanda Rebus. Uh -huh. um, it David. was a loss to Carlos uh, Carla Esparza, or Esparza okay. in July 2020. Then it was a draw to Cynthia Calvillo, but she beat Tisha Torres before that. Yeah, um, I need to get the face. Let me hmm. hear one more time. <laughs> Marina Rodriguez, 33, also Brazilian. Um, I remember... There being a fight with Carlos Barza, maybe I haven't watched enough of right. Rodriguez, but right. her going up against Amanda Rebos, mm. Rebos is tough. Yes, yeah. I've seen more Amanda Rebos on a tear and going up her division than I can say mm. for Rodriguez. That sounds as though she's been on and off for the last mm -hmm. couple of months. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it's looking like. I think we're all gonna agree on that one. Yeah, so so it's a, a loss to Carlos Sparza. Then she what were the other two? Uh, a draw to Cynthia Calvillo and a win against uh, Tisha Torres. 
you know, win against Tisa. So that Tisa Torres win, is that the most recent or her? Yeah, it's the most. Well, 2019, August 2019. The loss is the most recent in July 2020. And then the draw was at the end of 2019. Got it. Okay. Yeah, no. She's um, also been fairly active, so she's she might. Oh, that's that's nice, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can be as active as you want. Yeah, <laughs> I, I still see Chivas uh, taking this one for the sheer fact that I feel as though she's a cut above. Mm-hmm. I like the the pedigree of her opponents and her the, the quality of the victories a little more. Yeah, mm-hmm. people especially remember her for her fight against. Uh, PVZ, Paige yeah, Paige Van Zandt. That was her last one. They know about her from her debut, that submission win, and which is funny. Her father had like immortalized it, he put it on his body. He tattooed her first win and the submission over <laughs> I forget that woman's name, <laughs> uh, but and he put the, the UFC belt. Right under it. I was like, mm. all right, yeah. that's what's up. So, yeah, she's on a championship. May fighter as well. Yeah. No, Amanda Rebus, I see her imposing her will, being really aggressive in the stand up. And if it has to go to the ground, she's not worried. Right, <laughs> she's right. not worried at all. I Amanda Rebus all day. Yeah. I don't know what this I don't know what the odds are, but I'm oh. saying Amanda Rebus. I think it's 310, 310 Rebas and two, 260 for Rodriguez. Because they're both they're both numbered fighters. So this is uh, you know a pretty high stakes fight. If Rodriguez does pull off the upset, then she's where's Rodriguez? She's eight. She's eight. So she's actually ranked yeah. higher than Rebas. Yeah, so maybe this might be Rebas trying to take her spot. But mm-hmm. if Marina yeah can hold hold steady here she could keep i don't think Reba's been in the top 10 yet right she's no she is she's, she's, 10. she's number 10 yeah just cracking exactly it. 10 yeah. got it got it got it got it yeah that'll be an interesting fight so let, let's do two more real quick yeah. uh we got a julia uh, another ranked fight uh juliana pena number seven in the band and weight division versus sarah mcmahon uh sarah mcmahon I guess famous for uh, fighting Ronda Rousey. And then uh, she's also like a great wrestler in her own right. Uh, yeah. Juliana Pena, I think she was on the, the first female Ultimate Fighter uh, season or whatever. So, yeah. and Some, she's, yeah. I feel like she's been plagued with injuries because she hasn't been really out there that much. No, she she's won the damn show. Yeah. This, this is Bantamweight, right? Yeah, Bantamweight. So 135 ladies. Uh, so, I don't know. David, give me your thoughts on the fight and tell me who you got. Between McMahon and Juliana Pena. Number six, is, Juliana Pena. Number nine, uh, Sarah McMahon. After Pena's now number seven. She moved up? Oh, uh, yeah, seven, seven. Sorry. I still got the other. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I will say for sure, when it comes to Sarah McMahon, that's pure wrestling. Pure wrestling. That woman is not really trying to stand up like that. I mean, she'll do it because that's how fights start, but she wants that to the ground. Looking to go to the she ground. Wants to, she wants to impose. She wants to stifle that sort of – I don't see her doing anything else. That's the Sarah McMahon we've 
groan to see and watch. As for Juliana Pena, that's the safest bet possible. Like it's you've seen Juliana Pena fight, and she's a capable girl. And what division is this again? Uh, one thirty-five uh, bantamweight. One thirty-five, and the chick. Mm. <laughs> For sure, I'm choosing Juliana Pena because she's scrappy. She can sprawl. She can. She can do more than whatever you expect Sarah McMahon to do. Mm. I don't see McMahon overpowering her or actually, I mean, the woman is strong. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to see gonna, her guns. She got some big arms. I'm not going to deny that the woman is strong, but beyond that, I don't see her outstriking her outwitting her or it's going to be the usual grappler striker, probably type of affair. And I see Juliana Pena getting the dub. I agree. Um, if I feel like you know Pena has more tools in a true belt, tool belt than uh, McMahon does, um, you never know. She could be working on her striking because if she develops a good jab, that's gonna that's gonna be dangerous. Um, but I don't think I think Pena is more elusive um, and can can rock with strikers. So um, if coming from a wrestler, she'll probably uh, be able to dodge whatever strike she she aims at her and be able to deal with her. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going with Julia Pena too. She's a great uh, offensive wrestler, easy. But you know, it's going to be like that lockup. It's basically going to be a pro wrestling lockup match. They're going to be for her, and then whoever gets on the offensive side of the wrestling is going to start off with the uh, advantage. Because mm-hmm. I think maybe they're they're good offensive wrestlers, but maybe their defensive wrestling isn't all that mm-hmm. great, or you know, isn't as strong as the other person's offense. So. It's all about will in position, and I think Juliana Pena will get it. It really feels as though we've picked everyone that was the favorite. <laughs> that's how it. That's how it feels for a second. Like, how, hey, man, that's I how it feels. Some though, brother, I picked uh, who you would call it. Uh, you picked a. Uh, I picked some underdog. Did Let's I? See. I picked uh, just guy, right? Oh yeah, yeah you picked one hundred five, and you, and you picked Chandler too. Mm, and I picked Chandler. Mm, mm, mm. See, oh, yeah. Chandler going on limbs. Again, it would be nice to see Chandler pull stuff, but man, this is... Yeah, because then he takes that number six right from that motherfucker. Yeah, give me that shit. It is mm. fun to see Dan Hooker lose, though. I'm not going to lie. It's tough. It's tough for me to watch him get him like, fucked up. Wrong, you know, my, man, my man be like that, uh, like literally like that punching bag. I know. I mean, he was a punching bag up? with uh, Edson Barbosa. Edson Barbosa. It just happens to him more often than other people, though. Like, you know, he takes an L. Yeah, yeah. Those are the only two L's he's taken, The like those brutal. He mm-hmm. lost based off durability, too. So. Hopefully, that's not what this is, but it might be. It might be. It might be a, a grinding match, Hopefully. wrestling, uh, uh, heavy breathing. You got to carry his weight. Uh, uh, fuck. All right, so it seems though, well, it uh, seems as though it's a lot of returning fighters. Someone needs to be on the card. You know, this is someone that you haven't seen in a very long time, and it's going off of obviously, I guess you'd say the star power of that top card. Those top two, you know, yeah, the, um, the top two fights. Even Jessica, I has some. Uh, no, no. <laughs> No, no, <laughs> she doesn't. Oh, oh my 
like avoid that old Joe jo- Joanne Calderwood and shit. We, we talking about this uh, this round tree fight? Um, no, nah, we just get the round tree. I think maybe for for the next ones, we all do the number fights, just all the number fights because those mm-hmm. are kind of the the big. The mean and potatoes. I yeah, that's the earth shattering. Mm-hmm. Like, so if the underdog wins on that, then you're really shaking up the the rankings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but how'd you like it, David? This it's a wrap now. Yeah. I'm like, and what exactly? This whole this whole experience. Yeah. Setup. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. yeah it, it, nothing too crazy. Nothing too. Mm-hmm. You know, no Greg. <laughs> yeah, no Greg. I was telling AJ. When we get the place, um, it's, we can set up fight nights. You guys, you guys can come over and we can live stream the fights and stuff. Yeah. Live stream reaction. I believe that they've had that format uh, done with major brands, especially the UFC. Like you'll have certain fighters with their family and friends over and you can mm-hmm. see their reactions and they're talking yeah. to one another a good time. So yeah. what we can do is we'll set up, we'll set up the cameras in the, in the crib. And we'll just watch the fight. We'll drink and, you know, watch the fight, react to it, you know. Maybe we can live, probably have to live stream it. Um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. Maybe we could, like, do a, a, a mix where we'll live stream our reactions mm-hmm. and we'll take those and clip them to, like, the fight card um, and then release that as a video. If we right. can't live stream it, like, you know, live, I think that'll be a good um, alternative because people right. love reaction videos. Yeah, yeah, just reaction videos in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Definitely do some more of this. All right, let's just yeah, do a little sign off. Yeah, sign off. Yeah. All right. So that yeah, that was our first MMA talk episode. I don't know what we're gonna call it, but <laughs> starting here with MMA talk, sure. covering the UFC 257, kind of the main fights. Our thoughts on those. So we're signing out. This is AJ the Juice fan. Uh, Wallace, hit him. <laughs> Look, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe. Hit us in that comment section. Let us know who you picking, if you agree with us, disagree with us. And it's been real. What do you say, Finnegan Loose? Hey, it's your boy, Finnegan Loose. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to catch you next time, obviously. They don't know what the fuck they talking about. Come on now. Do it. <laughs>